0: Lowe's. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for Pro Business Hours, 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe's where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. This feels terrible This
1: feels
2: terrible I do the first thing about love. Hey there, welcome to This Feels Terrible, the podcast I'm your host, Erin McGaffey. Uh This week on the podcast... I have um, the so funny, uh, wonderful, amazing actor, improviser, playwright, play actor. That doesn't mean pretend actor. That means an actor in plays. Mr. Brendan Hunt. Uh, when I first moved to L.A., the first show that I saw at the UCB Theater was uh, was an improvised show called uh, Coffee is for Closers. And... I, my mouth was agape the entire show because Brendan was that funny. He was so funny. I can still remember parts of the show. He was playing somebody who's, who's holding hostages at a coffee shop or something, which doesn't sound funny as I'm describing it, but he's so funny. He did Boom Chicago, you know, from Community, from Key and Peel, from Parks and Rec. He's incredible. And uh, he just wrote a play called Absolutely Filthy about Pigpen, which is going to be performed in Los Angeles at the Sacred Fools Theater in January. And I, uh, I encourage you to check it out. Um, this, uh, this interview is one of my favorites. We got, uh, we got super real. and We explored a lot of things. And um, yeah, without further ado, here's my interview with Mr. Brendan Hunt. Enjoy. So you were married? I didn't know you were married.
1: I was married. You're I got not married. married I'm not married now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, I got married basically straight out of uh, college, um, which is, uh, by the way, too many changes to have happened in one summer. Mm. Um, And she was lovely, and it all was, you know, could have been lovely, but we were too young and we got divorced soon. We are actually still friends, and Mm. in fact, Uh, (laughs) Shortly after we divorced, she started dating another guy who we went to college uh, with. This is while I was uh, in Amsterdam, actually. Mm -hmm. They are now married. They have a kid. And when I was in Chicago for Thanksgiving uh, last weekend, me and my ex and their kid went to the Museum of Science and Industry together to see the Peanuts exhibit that happens to be running right before I start rehearsing my Peanuts-based play this week. So a bunch of worlds collided, but we are still friends, and I'm defiantly proud about
2: that. <laughs> you should be. That's great. With, uh, so so too many changes at once. Why did you want to get married?
1: <sighs> um, well, my my excuse I said at the time was, uh, my, you know, my romantic notion was I fancied that I really wouldn't do any better. couldn't ask for more than to wake up next to this lovely person for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but before coming to that line of thinking, I remember we saw four weddings and a funeral together, Uh, and we go out. (laughs) And you thought it was it was a choice.
2: It was either (laughs) weddings or a funeral, and you're like, I've made my choice.
1: We go to the car, and she's uh, driving, and we're we're silent, and uh, and and I get in the passenger seat and say, "Um, uh, "Stacy, just so you know, I I love you very much, and who knows, maybe we'll be together for the rest of our lives, but uh, I will never." ever marry you I think marriage is a trap Uh, it has done horrible things in my family Um, it gets people when they're young it is a lie it is a falsehood and um, I will never ever ever marry you and she is like well okay thanks my parents are still together and happy but um that's fine and then like three months later I proposed to her because we lived in different cities for a while and I missed her ah (sighs) ah A lot of a lot of impetuous decisions. Oh, and I thought of like this great proposal plan, and instead of thinking of like whether or not I should do that, I was just like, I gotta do that plan.
2: Oh, uh, I see. So, so it was was more about like the I don't know. Well, you're the, not saying that it was more about the proposal. It, it was like you missed her. So you're like, how do I make you know? Our relationship, an Uber relationship.
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to take anything away from the fact that it actually was a very good relationship, and mm-hmm. she really is lovely. And the fact that we're still friends is uh, is much more due to her charity than, than anything rewarding about me. But uh, but I just, yeah. The, the notion of oh, how do I show her that I miss her? Yeah, you know, I think kind of overtook my young brain. At the time. Um,
2: so you were 22, 23 when you got married?
1: Uh, I was 20. I just turned 24 when we got married. She was 21. Ah. Oh. Um, it was a lovely ceremony. It was a really good day. One of the best days ever. Yeah. I did the Macarena twice. I mean, <laughs> big day. Big
2: day. <laughs> um. What. Uh, so so then how, how long you said you you were divorced very soon after. How long were you together?
1: Yeah, we were married I think about a little less than a year and a half before okay. we got separated. Um and uh and that was a that was a sad time and because she mm-hmm. like she was kind of because she This actually comes up in This Is 40. I don't know if you've seen This Is 40 yet. Um, I haven't. uh, It hasn't come out, so there's no reason necessarily would have. I was not invited to
2: the premiere, uh, (laughs) but uh, congrats. uh, I got (laughs) got one of these uh,
1: screeners. But um, there's a line in it. I've got screeners. um, Not this one. Um, (laughs) There's late in the movie... um, um, you know, cause Paul Rudd, uh, is, you know, I basically Jewish in the movie, we sort of find out and Albert Brooks is his dad and Leslie Mann is, uh, is not Jewish in the movie, though that never really comes up mm-hmm. until late on when Albert Brooks is talking about their relationship and telling Leslie Mann, well, the thing about quote unquote us is we'll love you forever. It's how we're programmed. Um, my ex-wife is Jewish. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think when we got separated, she really, really, you know, she kept swinging for a while. Like she wanted us to go to a couples therapy, yeah, and stuff like that. And we did, and and but I kind of knew, I kind of knew I was just done. Like like the switch had flipped, and I was, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I was dealing with you know Irish Catholic guilt in a way that was just inescapable, especially at that young time. I never would have gotten out of. And uh, but she wanted to keep trying, so she at one point was like, "Let's go, let's let's go on a date." therapist says we should go on a date I'm like oh, okay let's go on a date there's a woody allen movie out let's go see this woody allen movie like,
2: yeah okay. and you're acting out a woody allen movie. <laughs> yeah
1: well oh gosh it was it Except ended up being
2: y- you're only three years older
1: yeah <laughs> it ended up being uh deconstructing Harry, which is mm-hmm. a not uh his best perhaps no. the beginning of his <laughs> decline and see it's all about like how marriage is horrible and how divorce is inevitable and uh (laughs) and the husband is horrible and it's oh god it was it was it was like the most uncomfortable 90 minutes of my life we didn't hold hands i didn't look at her it was but you know i guess we kind of tried i guess we kind of tried
2: i had a similar uh experience with my my first my first boyfriend who i almost almost married when we when it was like the end and we both knew that we were drifting apart, we went to go see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
1: Oh. it. it's fascinating the idea that there are there are great movies. Great I mean, that's one of my all time favorite movies, but there is a horrible moment in your life to see that. Yes. And that's yes. gotta be it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I what happens? Similar yeah, analogous to deconstructing Harry, Harry in a way. Well, we we went to go see this movie. He wanted to stay together. I uh, switch head turned for me. And, um, I don't know if you remember at the end of the movie, she, she comes back to his house and the consensus is she comes back and she says, like, look, I, w- you know, I don't care if there's all this pain. I want to try this over again. Like, I know that this is going to be shitty. We're going to try this all over again. But when we were driving away from them, that movie theater in, uh, in, um, San Marcos, San Diego, California. When we were driving away, I was like, oh, "Well, they didn't stay together." And he said, "Yes, they did. They ended up staying together at the end." I was like, "No, she she said she didn't want to." Like I had like hallucinate, like I wanted so badly for her to be like, "Let's not do this again." Like we had a fine relationship. Let's let it go. Also, I at the time was very much like Kate Winslet's character, and he was very much like Jim Carrey's character, and I was just like, "No, they don't stay together." I was like, "Yes, they do." To the point where we were we went to a party right afterwards, and I was like, "Yeah, they don't stay together," and I was like, "Yeah." Yes, they do, and they're like, "Did you see a different version that I did?" So then, spread this rumor that there were different versions of the movie that were floating Like, like Clue. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, exactly <laughs> like Clue.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you wanted so badly for that not to happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even um, though, <laughs> I was like, no, it's it's fine. They move on and they a, have to move on.
1: It's interesting you say that that relationship felt like your relationship at the time. Because that, that relationship mm-hmm. in that movie is very specific. Like it's two very specific kind of people who are having a very specific kind yeah. of, of back and forth. But, um, but when I saw it, I felt like I had just gotten out of a relationship that was just like that. Yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know how they accomplish that. It's so specific, but I, I, I've met a bunch of people who are like, "Oh yeah, Eternal Sunshine, man. That movie's about what love really is."
2: Uh, <laughs> it's not about what love really is. It's about idolizing somebody who's uh, and getting. <laughs> It's idolizing. I think it's about idolizing somebody and then also idolizing yourself.
1: Aaron, with all due respect, we've established <laughs> you don't know what this movie's about.
2: <laughs> I love the movie, by the way. It's one of my favorite movies.
1: Well, you should see the whole thing sometime. See, you still <laughs> I do. They, they break up. She also uh, was redheaded, which was the relationship that it made me feel like was this um, the second love of my life after uh, my my ex wife was this girl, Cassandra, <laughs> who I've. Talked about publicly on various occasions, but this Australian woman who I was with in Amsterdam, who was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here's the thing. Okay, what's this? The the what, what's the phrase? Manic pixie, pixie dream girl. Yeah, yeah. Manic pixie dream girl, which is you know mocked for in all these forms that it shows, but mm-hmm. like it is. I always feel like it kind of is based on something actually. And Eternal Sunshine yeah. comes the closest to representing like a real version of it because it's not that romanticized because she's kind of
2: yeah, she's horrible. She's yeah. horrible but irresistible. Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, but she reminded me very very much of this girl Cassandra that I saw in Amsterdam and and when I was and that's the girl I mentioned earlier with mm-hmm. the uh, with the uh, ill fated uh, dildo purchase, um, <laughs> ill fated dildo purchase is my new metal band. <laughs> <laughs> we are ill fated. Ill fated metal. ill per- fated dildo. purchase. <laughs> Erin uh, <laughs> uh, is squeezing her face as she talks about this. <laughs> just it's, it's squeezing your face here.
2: sounds so gross. I was rubbing my face, you, squeezing no, my you, face you're, like you're,
1: it's uh, a giant it. podcast. They're a visual medium. Um, I have nothing to say about Cassandra. Just that. Uh, just that. that <laughs> no, movie it's, a, me that it's a real.
2: It's a real thing. I think it's. I mean, I. I definitely followed that model to a T when I was in college and a few years after to the point where like, when we watched that movie, all of those big moments that they happen together that happen with them, they like, we had those same exact things. Like they, you know, they go, they break into that house mm-hmm. at one point. And that was something that I used to do. I used to like take boyfriends to like construction yards and be like, well, we can't be here. And I'd be like, yeah, I can be anywhere. <laughs> you know, like, I would like, follow me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> And I had a. It's the worst, I, by the way. It's, a, yes. it's
1: the worst when a girl does that. I,
2: yes, yes. And Kazani yes. did that too. Yeah. Well, when you're, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, this is an interesting thing to explore because I, I had seen my hair also was the same. I had seen Run Lola, Run and I dyed my hair that bright. Like, my hair's red now, but it's like a real life color red. It mm-hmm. was, it was uh, Fire Engine Red. Fire Engine Red, yeah. And, uh, and I had to dye it like every day to keep it that, like, that crazy red. Um, and I, you know, ner- I think it's, I think it's, it's like artsy nerd girl in high school, then like kind of comes into her own a little bit sexually in college and then does this thing. But I think, I think the, I think the heart of it, at least for me, was, being afraid of a real relationship Mm -hmm. because you... The, because the manic, the manic pixie dream girl, I think, really hates herself deep down inside. And so you're, you're, you regress to this childlike state where you have like in, uh, in garden state, she has like gerbils all over her house. She's like a little girl oh. or like what I did. I, I bought, <laughs> it was like one day I was like, I know it'll be super cute. I went to the, but I wasn't doing it because I thought it would be cute. I was doing it because I was this person mm-hmm. where I went and I bought, a mouse and i was like i'm just going to be the girl with the mouse <laughs> and i named the mouse gogan because i was an art history major gogan f- famous artist gogan yes, yes. named the mouse gogan and had this like carried this mouse with me and then i whenever me and my boyfriend would get in a fight i would buy another mouse and <laughs> after like 6 months or something the mouse the mice had like procreated cuz i thought i had bought like all all boys i hadn't and, and then we had like 400 mice or something insane and his ho- his house just smelt like urine and he was like the character jim carrey carrey's character and mm-hmm. was really careful and dressed identical looked like jim carrey in that movie and was like okay well and he he was stuck taking care of these mice and i was just like the girl with the mice <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that you bought a uh, a mouse for each fight but then like <laughs> the damage done by those fights <laughs> yes, the mice multiplied yes, yes. well beyond your original intention. Yes,
2: yeah. I've told this story on the podcast before that when we broke up, we had this big fight, and then I, I, in the morning, I realized I didn't want to break up, and I adopted a kitten and brought the kitten. But this was after the mice were were long gone.
1: <laughs> to kill to erase. The <laughs> yes, mice. to
2: to erase. The, the, what is the, the enemy of the there? pain
1: I have caused? Yeah. Yes, the kitten. Uh, with the manic pixie girl thing, and uh, you know, I have not really studied that the exact. Elements of that nomenclature. Oh, you I know, didn't take *Manic Pixie thing. Dream
2: Girl* 101 in college, what? No. like
1: all of us. I did not. <laughs> it's usually like a
2: GE requirement.
1: Uh, I lived it. <laughs> um, but uh, is it, it's interesting what you say about like okay, so like quirky for a while, uh, intelligent, and then yeah, gained a certain like ownership of sexuality, um,
2: and then you get attention for being a weirdo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and then and then and now I am. I'm starting to put this through the prism of some specific people, so mm-hmm. so pull pull this back if it's wrong. But uh, but once you get rewarded for being interesting, then somewhere in your brain it's like I have to be interesting. Yes, and, yeah. and you're no and longer I've making up this. Yeah, yeah, and you're no longer making uh, necessarily contact with people or connecting with people like mm-hmm. sort of energy. You know, you, you the medic, you know, pixie girl, not not you and McGaffey, who's you know a big face squeezer. That, that's that, we got that. <laughs> but um, but I wonder if that leads to a lack. Of uh, empathy, mm-hmm. I wonder if the quality of that that person ends up not having, um, because of the two main main manic pixie girls who I've dated, who ended up like in the end like doing things to me that I just couldn't believe someone yeah. actually cares for me would, would do. Um, is like you don't have empathy because you don't know you don't have empathy. You don't know that you're not really
2: yes. Connected. I, I agree. I think because they like those girls and you were both dating the idea, this like projected, this astral projection of this person that doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. Like I, with me, because I cannot stress like how much of that girl that I was Mm -hmm. and just you, it's, it's such like a dishonest way to be, but there, there's this, this, this fake thing. And this lack of empathy is like, well, well, I'm you know it's his own fault for falling in love with this with this thing and now we both have to like she starts to resent like okay now I just uh, now I'm your personality I know that's that was a problem in my relationship was that I just became everything is it
1: like why are you in love with me because I'm clearly a mess or why are you in love with me no well I mean mean, there's that girl has the intrinsic You know, self-image problems in a way, possibly even uh, self-hatred is is true of of the girls who I'm thinking of as well. Yes, yeah. But it it took me forever to realize that because the projection – and not just a projection that mm-hmm. I am imposing, but a projection that they are are, are putting out mm-hmm. is so like beguiling and interesting, and like for someone to be able to do all of these things and and yeah. go dancing and have fun at parties, like they yeah. are clearly in control,
2: right? And yeah. In
1: fact, it turns out it's no. it's just incredibly well honed no. uh, projection muscles.
2: It's it's I dare like I think in its darkest, and and I'm describing myself then. I'm also describing myself now. Like I feel like now I'm. I'm grown up, but I'm still a huge mess in many ways. And I still, like, at the time, at its most extreme, I was like, you, I dare you. Like, here, he, I'm going to do the, all this shit. And, like, if you love me, you'll follow me there. But also, fuck you for following me there, for, like, taking that abuse.
1: <laughs> like, you, like, following I, you this place, I'm inviting you all the way.
2: Yeah. Just the shittiest. <laughs> I, uh, here's, Like I'm so ashamed to, I'm so ashamed to think about what I did to that first boyfriend, and at its height, like (laughs) we we broke up because, well, like we, we tried to break up and then we're like, no, we'll stay together, and I went to go work at a summer camp, and I met this met this musician and just like immediately fell in love with this musician and didn't, I didn't cheat on my boyfriend, but like the second that I was like, I've, I think I'm in love with this person. I called my, my first boyfriend, his name was John. Who's one of the best people on the face of the planet is now happily married. He has two kids and he's, he's perfect. But like, I called him and I, and I, and I broke up with him and I was driving this. I, he had all his shit together. He had bought me a car That I had driven out, yeah he just he had his shit together that much that like as a gift he bought me a car he told me because we we still keep in touch we're still friends not close friends um, because I did so much shit to him and I'm sure his wife is like she's the devil so <laughs> you can't talk to her and I'm like girl I get it <laughs> like don't don't let him talk to me but uh he like I think he he thought that I was gonna like when we were going through this breakup thing I bought a kitten he bought me a car so then I was like well okay let's see how let's let's make this work mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which sounds like terrible gold digging, but it was, but it was, I don't know. I really loved him a lot. Anyway, I was I mean, driving he was his car, trying
1: to get your attention. I mean, you don't get, yeah. a, get a car and not hope yeah. to spend time with that person.
2: Yes. So uh, I had his car, fall in love with this guy, break up with him over the phone, and I, I don't think he asked. He didn't ask me, is there somebody else? But I didn't tell him why we were breaking up. Mm-hmm. I just broke up with him, and then. I put him through this torture where he slowly realized, like, when camp was done, me and this guy went on this amazing, life-changing road trip across the United States in this car that my boyfriend had bought me. Like, awful. And we, we were in Alabama, and John called me, and he's like, are you... Are you alone? Cause like I hadn't, I'm a terrible liar and like hadn't established that part of the story. He's like, are you just driving across the country by yourself? And why is it taking so long? And I was like, Oh, well, actually, I have a friend here. What you have a friend? What are you talking about? Uh, his name is Timothy. He's a dishwasher at the camp. He's a nice guy. He's, <laughs> you know, and he puts it all together and I get back to. I get back to San Diego. This is last year, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. No, this is, thank God. Thank goodness. I was 20. I was 20. Get back to San Diego. And he, like, we had this big talk. I came totally clean. I was like, look, I'm at this guy. And And he's like, okay, well, just, it's, that's fine. You can tell me about it if you want. Like, I you know, I still care about you, obviously, we should break up, but can we also, we can work this out still, Aaron. And I was like, I don't really <laughs> like after that, really. And I, I showed him pictures from my trip with this guy and he threw up. Oh. Like he was, I was like, I have pictures. He yeah, actually physically. Yeah. Yes. He threw up. And I, cause it, I I had, I had these pictures in my purse. He was like, what are those pictures? Well, you probably don't want to see these. He was like, Ooh. no, no, it's fine. How I'll was see he them at the time. He was a few years older than me. He was like 25. Uh, Yeah, showed him the pictures. He threw up. um, And I was like, all right, man, I shouldn't shouldn't have said that you want to see the pictures. I gave the car back. Um, but in the car Like I left This piece of paper That was like This list of like Sexual things That me and Timothy Had done And I l- left it there By accident But he found it well, And I mean
1: that's that, Now hold on You've just shown <laughs> You've just shown Three instances In this tale And I know this is This is 20 year old Aaron we're talking about yeah, Not yeah, ma- yeah. modern day wise You know <laughs> Solid <laughs> so Rock wise. solid Aaron But uh, <laughs> But three different Oh I can't believe I made that mistake And got caught Like there's an element yeah. To the The man Pixie. Girls who I've had a problem with, mm-hmm. of one, you know, in some wanting to get caught. Yes, you know, yes, I mean, you, yeah. you're you not so intelligent, you're not so uh, so uh, mm-hmm. unintelligent that you are sloppy. Like, you're you know, th- th- this figure yeah. th- is a smart person, yeah, who is again, has a self image problem. Yes, wants it's an to insecurity be caught, thing, you
2: know? and it's like, yeah, I dare you. Like, you say you love me, well, love me through this, love me through that. Mm-hmm. But the most shameful part of that entire thing that happened was that. I wasn't, he was my first boyfriend. I wasn't, I wasn't a good enough, mature enough person to let him go. Like I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the idea of him not loving me anymore, even though we had. Broken up And I had Just fucking Taken his heart And put it through A meat grind- grinder And just like Smeared it on my face And like got a, Like a head on Collision with it Like it just Just demolished His soul And <laughs> But I was so like oh romantic <laughs>
1: I, didn't him to go, oh, God.
2: So I was like, he can't, I, I can't, um, I can't let him stop loving me. So he would beg me to have lunch and stuff. And I knew that he wanted to talk to me because he wanted to get back together. Um, but I, and I entertained it anyway. And I was just like, Oh, come on. Can you just stop this bad behavior? Like grow up. And there was this one lunch that we had after we broke up.
1: Very quickly though. He is actually then on that level. Giving you exactly what you want. Yes. But he's Trying to love you through how? You know, yeah. you know the real you. Yeah. You know he's he's been exposed to the full power of your of your emotional <laughs> violence. Yeah. He's trying emotional to,
2: violence. He's trying yes. to
1: uh, to show you that he understands that yeah. this is some kind of some kind of thing from years ago that's not about him. He's not taking it personally, and you're and you're still pushing him away. Yes. Yeah. That's adorable.
2: <laughs> 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 Manic pixie dream girl, and also to- uh, totally the. Per- I mean, I still do art and. St- I mean, I just like had to draw on everything, man. I got to draw on your hands, got to draw on the napkins. <laughs> we were having this lunch where I was like, I'm going to draw what I think would be your if you could wake up every morning to this. I think this is this is what you, would make you the most happy. And I drew this like stained glass.
1: Wait, what, do mean, what do you mean you had to draw? Oh, that's time for school.
2: No, no, no. I didn't. Oh, I didn't say it. Did I say I had to draw it? So no, maybe I, I heard that. <laughs> I did we not. We started the draw.
1: podcast with tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
2: We uh we we were having a coffee and we were talking and I just I don't remember any anything else from this conversation with him except that I took out a, a a napkin. And at this point he was still trying to get back together with me. It was still like I have to be with you. There's no one else I can, I can be with. I Drew this like stained glass looking thing that was a, a tree and then some mountains like looking through a window and I was like mm-hmm. I think this is like if you could if you could look at anything every day and of course he took it and he was like can I have this and you know yes you can have it. Cut to two weeks later or like a month later we have another one of the and at this point I'm fully dating somebody else <laughs> right of course. Um, because that's another thing with the manic pixie dream girl is she does, she's not by herself or she has no power. <laughs> <Like> she needs <laughs> she needs someone
1: to fuel the she needs heart oh, heart God, fuel. You're the perfect person to talk to about the breakup on having, This is gonna be great. <laughs> Go, okay, so you're dating this other guy, but then the guy who you really love comes back and says, Yes,
2: yes, and so we it's San Diego, it's the middle of summer. He's wearing these really long sleeves, and I'm like, John, take off your sweater, or are you? burning up. Oh, and, no.
1: Oh, no. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> say he, it.
2: And he's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, no. And he asks me one more time, can we back, get back together? No, no, no. And he's like, well, let me give you a, a ride back to your car or whatever or walk back to your car. Oh, and at one point, he takes oh, up his no. sleeve. Oh, no. Yes. It's
1: coming. Oh, my God.
2: He pulls up his sleeve oh, and there's a tattoo. No! <laughs> no, no, no. What I had on the napkin. And I couldn't it, but, but I like, yeah. I loved it. It was good. I mean, I, I, I was so. I felt so bad for him but I was also like yes! <laughs> I'm amazing! God, or not even I'm amazing, just like reluctant because he was my first boyfriend. Like, really, reality really smacked me in the face afterwards when it, when not every man got things tattooed on their arms for me. But I, I, I was... I, I am a
1: heartbreaker! I'm yes. amazing! Oh man. Poems will be written!
2: Well, another, another sign of the manic dream girl is like when she's going out with guys for the first time being like yeah I don't know I mean guy I just heard a lot of I break a lot of hearts, so stay away stay away Uh, (sighs) the worst so yeah that's
1: okay so let's talk about this girl (laughs) yes please who you've met uh, and you know was was kind of on some of her bad habits are already on display there Um, I don't I want to try to refer to her not by her real name so producer Dustin could I have a uh, random (laughs) female uh, first name please Uh, Tatiana Tatiana, fantastic.
2: Hey, Scooters. Uh, Commercial time. Please uh, donate to this podcast because it costs money to make. We have a a great professional producer and a studio where we do things and it costs money. And I, I feel it and I super appreciate it when you guys donate. Um, you can go to feralaudio.com and click on the donate button. If you donate $10, I will send you a homemade postcard. If you donate $50 or more, I will send you a painting. I uh, Speaking of, if you've uh, if you've done that, I have a, a big fleet of paintings that are about to leave my house and, and go into your houses. And if you donate $50 or more, Please go to, uh, please email thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com and let me know what you want me to paint you. I, um, I've had some really nice orders for, some people have donated $50 to the podcast and been like, I really want you to paint this painting for my wife. Or can you paint a, a, a frog going into space? Or can you paint one of these things? Um, all super fun. You guys are all really smart and wonderful. And I really appreciate you. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you.
1: Okay, so I just broke up about three months ago with this girl named Tatiana. (laughs) And um, Tatiana, here's the thing, is the behavior that you're discussing is uh, borderline... Well, it's for lack of a better word, understandable for someone who's twenty and like figuring right. it yes. out. Yes. I suspect yes. Tatiana um uh was rewarded for similar behavior when she was twenty or so mm-hmm. and uh but unfortunately she hasn't realized that she needs to stop doing that and now she's uh well now she's turned thirty. She turned thirty right after we we broke up. Um but but she had a lot I'm sorry, of the things I
2: was I was just thinking about what if you this is, this is dumb edit this out, but what if you aged like when bad heartbreak happened? I was like oh, just turned thirty two because like your parents died or something, sorry, dumb, okay, go ahead <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a movie there um <laughs> uh it's Robert and there's a uh, so she had a lot of the manic Pixie girl traits that I find uh irresistible um uh, you know, fun dancer, you know, dresses in an interesting way, uh, you know, very pretty, but not too pretty, you know, sexy, uh, <laughs> kind of aggressive. she pursued me. It was actually her, her, we'd known each other for a little bit, but she'd been dating some other guy and like mm-hmm. kind of in our circle of friends. Um, and then she calls me on her birthday, actually texts me at three thirty in the morning. Uh, and I'd just gotten home. Um, she's like, oh, it's my birthday. I'm like, it's your birthday now. Uh, I told her, and she's like, well, come over. And. Okay, this is not the topic I was going to get to, but for the record, I now look back and see, oh, well, that was sort of weird, actually, because I get to the party at her place, and it's uh, uh, a male-female couple that we know, Mm -hmm. and then, like, seven dudes from her work. Um, Right. And and I actually know one of those dudes a little bit. It's
2: really good to see him. Hey, man, what's up?
1: And then within like 15 minutes, uh, Tatiana and I are wrestling uh, on her dining room floor, like fucking wrestling. Like like it's happened really quickly and organically. Um, And very soon all those other people are gone except for the couple I know. The we know, And this dude who I know a little bit. And he's you know, kind of lingering. And mm-hmm. he's uh, yeah, so uh, Tatiana, uh, I guess I'm going to yeah. go, if you mind.
2: Real MPDG behavior.
1: Real MPDG. Because apparently they had, already had, they had already started some kind of making out relationship in the 10 days since she had broken up with her boyfriend. Right. And, uh, and he was thinking that this was a date since it was, of course, her birthday and 3.30 in the morning. Right. Um, but then she and I become inseparable uh you know right away like the um, we love each other within weeks uh uh which is you know on me for overreacting to that I should know better than to jump into that hornet's nest too quickly um but um but then like but there were things early on of um you know like uh she's like hey don't don't get into my phone cuz I've had problems before with people looking at my phone I'm mm-hmm. sort of like hmm okay I'm going to file that away <laughs> oh and by the way your text messages all appear on your phone Right away, and they light up. Yeah. And I'm distracted by light, so I'm going to see messages yes. on your phone. Okay. Yeah. Or
2: just change it to message from Drew or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then uh, then it becomes, you know, they're just like, oh, yeah. And I had this one boyfriend once who, like, you know, caught me. I made some mistakes and he printed up these emails that he found of mine and just made me read them. Like, okay. All right. You right. you're you seem to be conveying that you get caught with things. Okay. All right. All right. Well, yeah. again, finally that away. Find that away. Um, <laughs> And um, so fast forward 10 months. We had an amazing 10 months uh, for the most part. I met her family. She met my family. We, we uh, took her to Chicago. We went out to where her family is in the Catskills. Uh, her brother and sister are in a band. We follow that band on the road for a while. She yeah. meets my dad, and she. And one comment she made was like, I mean, you know, sort of about how, how, what my dad looks like you know, that, at that age and what I might look like at that age if I look like him. She's like, I could, I mean, I could see myself spending my time Spending my life with that, I'm like oh, god, okay, because right. you know I'm older than her, you know, fairly substantially, and so, um, like, I can't, I can't really get in a relationship at this point that I, that I don't think has a chance for some kind of long term thing, and mm-hmm. I not only thought this had a chance, I thought this was it. the responsible, intelligent, manic pixie girl that I've been looking for for all of these years, right, um, twenty nine, and then uh, yeah, 29, you think she's, you know, she's old enough, but. uh so fast forward, we suddenly we're having problems a little bit for a little while, and then and she's acting weird one week in particular, and mm. t- I didn't realize now in retrospect that sh- her pattern is to find whatever is the problem about her boyfriend that that boyfriend cannot change, mm. and uh and to make that a problem that just bothers her to death because yeah, it's happening can't to her. It. Yeah,
2: life is happening Don't with know.
1: her with her previous boyfriend. Uh, um, not to toot my own horn, but, uh, <laughs> but her, one of her big complaints, two of her big complaints, like one, like he wasn't driven enough in his, uh, his career of choice, and mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working pretty hard, and, uh, and that the uh, the sex wasn't good. It was never going to be good. And she wasn't satisfied. And, like, I was I was able to bring something to the table. There. <laughs> so, but I can now look back in retrospect. Kind of a that bummer guy. to
2: tell you that stuff a little bit. Right? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, at some point it feels like sharing. Like, like oh, what's been going on in your life? Oh, you had this relationship. What happened? All these things yeah. like that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, now, in different contexts, I see it all slightly differently but, um, so anyways, things have been a little weird, and like twice uh, this one particular week, on a Monday and on a Thursday, I initiated conversations of, hey, what exactly is going on what's the problem you can you can tell me anything and i 'm mm-hmm. fairly convinced that. As I think, also might be a manic pixie girl trait. Like some, at the at the very least, daddy issues have happened very young. Like something something has happened young, and like and in her case, I think
2: or mom issues
1: um, or mom issues. Yeah, and d- divorce <laughs> is tough too in general. They got divorced when she was like ten, so she was at home when it happened. She's the oldest sister, mm-hmm. and you know has to be responsible in that way, and all these things. But I, I think I think there was some kind of incident has happened, and she uh, she never even after ten months never felt. Uh, a degree of trust to talk about it which like i'm hmm. i'm talking about everything that's ever happened to me yeah. very very soon when i'm when i'm into someone like i want us to be on the same page right um so i initiate these conversations with, hey you can tell me anything like what what's going on what's going on and she didn't really Get into those conversations.
2: Did you guys live together?
1: Um, no, I stayed at her place a lot though, because when we went, like we went on this trip, um, you know, to make that trip slightly easier, I did Airbnb for a while and like stayed at her place and, mm. and I did actually suggest that we should live together at one point, and she said no. And actually, it was after that that things started to feel a little bit off. Yeah. Um, and there were little incidents here and there, but so then, uh, so yeah, this Monday I asked her, "Hey, you can tell me anything." She doesn't really say anything. Thursday, what's going on, baby? You can tell me anything. I love you yeah doesn't really anything Saturday night after she gets home from work she gets home on like you know 3.30 from uh, her bartending job uh, oh let's go back a little bit that Wednesday at like 3.30 in the morning uh, she should be back by now. She should be back, and like I mm-hmm. haven't heard from her, and she hasn't answered my text that night. And at four o'clock in the morning, I'm worried because she's, you know, she's carrying, you know, a ton of cash in her pocket on the way to the car, and like, yeah, where yeah. the hell is she? Yeah. I'm walking out to the car. She finally calls. I'm sorry, my phone ran out of battery, which so I think it actually might be true because the the texts were turning uh, green instead of blue. Right. I'm like, okay. Okay, fine. She's like, oh god, I'm so sorry. I didn't know we were gonna were we gonna hang out tonight? Like, yeah, yeah, we were gonna hang out tonight. We also hadn't had sex in like a week because I'd been in Chicago for a weekend, and when I got mm-hmm. back, she said she had a yeast infection, which I don't even know if I believe that anymore. Okay. So we hadn't had sex in two days since I've been back, and like we liked the sex, as I mentioned. So it was all very kind of fishy and dubious. And she's like, "Well, do you, uh, do you?" And she sounded kind of drunk. Whatever. She's like, "Do you want to come over?" I'm like, "No." Actually, no, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. And then at 4.30 in the morning, it's like half an hour later, she texts me. Everything's great between us, just so you know. It's great. It's just you and me. It's just you and me. Hey, uh, it's
2: just you and me. Okay, or, or, or
1: whatever. And, or, 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 or. and I Oops, just go back I, or, or. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we both are right?
2: I haven't killed anyone. I promise I haven't killed anyone. Saturday Harle? she
1: comes home from work and she's... Uh, not home, but like where we are uh, from work, and uh, she, I, I'm in bed waiting for her, and she's like dicking around on her phone and comp- and on my computer, and uh, which she rarely does, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you want to come to bed? She's like, yeah, I'm just d- I'm checking my shit, which is my phrase for when I'm you know doing the rounds of Facebook, which she's not on, bless her. Um, <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. And the morning I wake up before she does, and uh, and I go to my laptop, and her email is still up, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm snooping. Um, so I snoop, and I found something.
2: Uh. What did you find? Well,
1: um, as far as I know, she wasn't actually like full-on sex cheating behind my back, but I can't rule it out. But what I did find was that that night on Wednesday, and it took me hours to put together this this timeline because I was so Mm -hmm. shell-shocked. At this party at work... Where she actually got off work a little early, but stayed for the party. Mm-hmm. She made out with some other guy in the uh, uh. in the uh, you know hospitality industry. Um, at least made out with him, and then uh, and then he what, gave what her was right the home.
2: Word? Oh, Okay, the email was like great making well, out with you. The, the, other email,
1: the email is the, the email says is this you? Um, the email is sent at four o seven. She had called me at four o'clock, so right. she had been dropped off, made out with this guy at least in the car or whatever. Calls uh, me to, to apologize and everything, and upon the hearing of my voice, does not go. Oh, oof, close call there! I made a mistake. Making out this guy, I got drunk. Oof, I got I gotta straighten out. No, she instead emails this guy five minutes later. Is this you? Uh, as if like it's a, it's a long dormant email address that she yeah, did yeah. you know, number. And the email uh, reads, um, uh, "I like how you kiss, and I'm interested in your genitalia."
2: Ew. That's oh, a direct no. quote. That's oh, a
1: direct no. quote.
2: Tatiana, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad we came up with that. Uh, Ugh,
2: so. Yeah, that's such destructive so fucked At, at four sixteen,
1: Jesus, this guy writes back. Ditto. He spelled ditto wrong
2: with a D, two D's, one T. Okay, daito. Daito. <laughs> uh,
1: he then writes back three minutes later with his uh, with his phone number, uh, and then 13 minutes later she sends me that text of how it's just me and her.
2: Oh my god! And then seven
1: minutes later, uh, emails him with her phone number and uh, call anytime or now, and I cannot know with that opportunity. Uh, so gloriously presented was ever taken up on. So uh, I'm reading this Sunday morning, and, like...
2: I feel gutted just listening to this. I can't imagine. It was
1: uh, it, 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 I, it, it was like I was in shock. Like, I couldn't quite piece it together. Now, I one of the challenges of being the boyfriend of the manic pixie girl, and you actually saw me experience a moment of this when you met her, mm-hmm. was occasionally seeing behavior that's, like... You know, could trigger jealousy, could trigger, you know, sensitivity. But you got to go, like, I'm the cool boyfriend. It's fine. I can handle this. I'm, yeah. f- I'm, I'm you know, I'm eccentric. I'm on her. She can be eccentric. It's fine. So, like, that instinct kicks in, and I don't say anything. You know, mm-hmm. she's still sleeping. She wakes up. We go to breakfast. We She does a little shopping. I'm kind of a zombie. She doesn't really notice. You know, we still have sex that afternoon. Uh, <laughs> and then she goes to work. And uh, <laughs> Brendan, that's so funny. She goes, I, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. Like I'm a, I'm a fucking. Wait, idiot. but
2: so so you're like, I'm just gonna forget about it.
1: Well, I'm like I'm like processing it. Like, what is what what is this? What is this? What does this even mean? And like, I haven't put together the timeline. All I've seen so far is is uh, is this email.
2: Yeah, this email
1: thread. And I I don't even I don't even realize that it's the day that she told me that she'd forgotten we were gonna hang out. Like I haven't put together any of that. I'm
2: just so so surprised that you didn't immediately like wake her
1: up or call her Yeah, you know, I was shocked I was shocked oh man okay so, so
2: you have sex that afternoon
1: so sex that afternoon and um, then I'm um, supposed to have dinner with a buddy of mine that night and uh, but by that point I, I know uh, I put together the timeline and I'm riled and uh. I call and I call him like hey man I think uh, Tatiana
0: uh, <laughs> is cheating
1: on me I, I think I gotta go to her work uh, and he's like, "Oh God, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh God, yeah. call me later. Oh no." <laughs> so I go to her work, and um, and it's early enough that there's nobody there at this bar that she works at, um, this fucking shitty Hollywood bar. Uh, there's no one there, and um, I'm like, "Can talk to you for a second. And she's like, "Oh yeah, sure. All right. Hey, other people, take care of me." And she's like smiling. She's so happy to see me. And um, and I confront her with it, and she actually kind of she while she's caught in the lie. Keeps lying. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, this guy happened. He like, he, he we, we kissed, but you know, I didn't even like it. Like. Yes, you did like
2: it. You sent an email. The <laughs> one
1: thing I know actually is that you're the you liked only person it.
2: on the on planet Earth that sends an email about how much you like a kiss. And you... also, like, if you're gonna <laughs> send like a like a Paper flirtatious email, and I'm interested in your genitalia. <sighs> and ugh, I'm interested. Yeah, shut up. You're not cute. Yeah, I'm it's interested not cute because now because
1: now you're now you're 29, almost 30. You don't have the yeah. excuses of of being 20 and discovering things. Ugh. Um, and so now, so things have happened since then. We haven't like you know rehooked up, but like I was, we are at a place of like maybe hanging out because I tried to come cut her off completely, like that night actually before, before because I told her, at the end of this conversation I was like, well, "Why don't you, why don't we talk more after work?" Because we're because we're done, right? Yeah. Um uh, and I, and I left her there and I go to her, my house, I get all my shit. I put it in her place. I go to her place. I get all my shit. I take it out. I put it in my place. And when she comes around at the end of the night, um, you know, I want her to have her one chance at an, at an apology and maybe she's going to hit the home run that she needs to hit to, to talk me out of this To say, you know, I made a mistake. I was like, sorry, I can't believe I hurt you. Oh God. But instead she just kind of, was like, Oh God, I mean, I don't know what I, I don't know it's you know, the stammering I'm just, Tatiana.
2: I I mean, I I, I'm a bird that's f- free yeah. and I can't <laughs> be caged.
1: So then I walk her to her car because it's you know 4:30 in the morning and I don't want her to uh I don't want her to be uh, assaulted in the night. And uh she's kind of like stands in front of the car and, like looking at me plaintively and I finally say like there's not going to be a goodbye kiss and and she gets in her convertible and she's weeping and she weeps and she goes away and like, I can't even trust her weeping at this point. So stuff happens, uh, you know, we're still in the same circle of friends. She like immediately hooks up with uh, some guy in this circle of friends who I don't know very well, but now people are telling me about it and like, I don't want to know about it. Just stop it. Um, a friend of mine says a good, a good thing to do when this kind of thing happens. Um, is uh, there's three things. One, you want to take an honest inventory of the entire relationship. And, you know, things you did bad, things that person did bad. What could you've done better? And like, and like, you know, have that. Well, that's mm-hmm. great. The second thing is you want to get to a point where you can forgive that person because, um, uh, no, I said before that he says, uh, especially if it's someone who's like a mess or whatever, then it's about them. They've got this thing going on, and you can't take it personally because it's actually not about you. It's about something from long ago, and it just sucks that you got involved in it. And finally, if you can forgive that person, well, then you know, there's nothing left for you two to figure out. So you forgive that person and it's over. And then you see that girl at a party sometime and you go, Oh, thank God I'm not dating that girl anymore. Uh-huh. So I took this advice to heart and I immediately, you know, email her, Hey, let's talk. doesn't have to be a bad thing. Let's talk. And, uh, and the conversation's awkward it's a bourgeois pig she again doesn't apologize um, for anything she's like trying to be like hey we're hanging out again right Yeah. and I end it with uh, hey I forgive you just you know you are forgiven so now there's nothing more between us but the problem is I hadn't you actually forgiven her for anything <laughs> I'm doing it like strategically yeah, to be like oh stuff. now I don't gotta, now I don't have to worry yeah. about it I get up and I shake her hand she's like you're shaking my hand like yep like, she gets up she shakes my hand I start to leave she goes I don't care if it's weird to follow you out I'm following you out like alright that's fine and before we even get up, the door she sees a guy she knows just kind of makes the you know pointing at my eyes pointing at your eyes gesture to him yeah uh, and i don't know this guy and he's like hey taziana and uh and she says like, i'm going to go talk to this guy like of course you are oh uh, yeah, yeah then yeah. i try to forget about her for months I've done uh, such a good job was, like giving her my stuff and getting my stuff like everything's everything's done there's no she's, she's, she's got to get Facebook. love from all it's these fun. other dicks they got to uh, put
2: their love in her
1: uh, uh but this doesn't it's the help. only
2: way she feels human
1: I mean, which takes us back to what exactly happened that that this is that that is that is her feeling, you know like like how yeah. can she only feel love this way so oh, and this is all by the way, clearly the funniest material that's ever been on your podcast so um, <laughs> uh, I can't get her out of my head, and like I'm having whole nights of just obsessing about how mad I am and how could she do this, and yeah. if you if you claim to uh you know nobody's perfect at all, and certainly not me, but like such a horrible and, yeah. thing, and, like I don't want to hear about how you got caught or how I shouldn't have snooped because like I'm not proud that I did, but I found something. <laughs>
2: yeah, and this is not
1: this is not yeah. um, uh, a court of law where you get off on a technicality. Like, yeah. I know yeah. I know what happened. I've been there. So the I worst. tried to initiate contact just so I could stop hating her so actively. Mm-hmm. And, like, now what we've had enough conversations idea. that she's in a place of, like, I think she actually does finally regret something. And now she's not seeing this guy who she started making out with right away. And he was kind yeah. of a dick to her. And finding out that he was actually kind of a dick to her now makes me, like, what? How dare he? Uh-huh. What?
2: Brendan, you can't talk to her. Yeah. I mean, that I, the, best, the best advice that I ever got about
1: manicure to... girl dating?
2: <laughs> uh, well, the, God, you, <sighs> so many, yeah. On that, so many so many girls go through that. And so many women...
1: Go through which thing exactly?
2: Go through the manic pixie girl stage. And I think that... I'm sure there are a lot of girls listening right now. They're like, holy shit, I know that's me. And it's not cute. <laughs> it's it's just... It's not cute
1: at all. It's not
2: cute. It's just self-hating. And you
1: know what wins? Honesty. Like, if, if she yes. had so many opportunities to say, like, oh, well, I have problems right now with this, yes. this, 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 yes. this then, like, yeah. we are... We are connecting, at mm-hmm. least, and it's not about this, you know, the, this Manic Pixie Girl yeah. this Tatiana show of, that's so entertaining and that she's been of for for so long. Like, it's, we yes. can get somewhere with that. Like, well,
2: and what what, what you, what one learns, what I learned was that I can still be creative and weird and honest and awkward and... I can do all of that without that having stuff. to create stuff. Oh, I love that stuff. I it's love it's Arthur great. An and then I can also pay my phone bill. <laughs> yes. You know? Because that's, that's a big thing. Like, someone said to me once, like, years and years ago, and then I also saw it on a television show, um, and it reminded me of someone being like, hey, Aaron, like, you're a mess. Like, pull yourself together. Like, you're not, you know, right now you're the star of this movie where, like, you don't deserve love, and guys just, you know, it's so sad. They just, like, fall all over themselves after you. Like, so sad for these guys, these lame guys. I was like, no, you're you're just getting your power from these other people and you hate yourself too much to accept it, so you're just, like, leaving little breadcrumbs. But they, they're like, you know, can you pay... Are you behind on your phone bill? Yes. Because... When you're in that state and the manic pixie dream girl needs drama, needs things to go wrong, needs trauma, needs people to save them constantly. It's this addiction to being saved all the time. But with uh, the best like breakup advice I ever got uh, was don't advice and then like comfort is don't don't talk to that person for 60 days, no matter what if it's if it's someone that you broke up with or someone who broke up with you just say to them politely cuz you're still communicating with her just say like hey like i i need this i think you need this too no contact for 60 days and then if they continue to text you you don't have to respond to it cuz they'll they'll figure it out like okay no contact for 60 days because like biologically like your body is addicted to this person and like you smell her and it's 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 in you like you can't you can't have like we all want to be really evolved and have those conversations where you sit down with somebody at at, at a cafe and say i forgive you and we're all okay but it's 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 your family just got ripped away little pieces of your heart there's all this shrapnel no contact and then the, the best thing I've ever heard about a, after a breakup is Angela from My So-Called Life, where she says, <laughs> she wakes up at, like, she's, she's and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's the fucking best sentence ever, which is, it, it hurts until it doesn't. Like, it just,
1: time, it hurts until it doesn't. Well, recently, I've been having sex without thinking about her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Progress is being made And like I didn't even realize During the sex That I wasn't thinking about her That I wasn't thinking about her And then the next day Like hey Did I not think about her During that sex I didn't That is That is great gra- I'm gonna be okay you, I'm gonna be okay And
2: then you call her you're like I need to have coffee with you And talk about
1: how I did not think about you Oh the sex, sex I had last night you Which to you know this. I mean not as good as us <laughs> But really good I mean really good I just think, We're gonna be okay We're gonna be okay Well uh. Uh, uh, she uh, she, uh she called me uh I actually officially got to a point of like, all right, well I'm just not I'm no longer initiating contact because the last time we uh we we met up like was the first time I ever felt like she fully got like like and then from a truthful place like mm-hmm. I fucked up. This sucks. This really, really sucks. And I wish that, that wasn't important to me. I wish like I I wish I didn't have I wish I could have just gone like, okay, well she fucked up and therefore <laughs> I can do better and forget it. I'm out. But, like, I need some kind of closure of of understanding. But I kind of got that the last time we talked. Yeah. So I was able to get to a place where I'm no longer going to initiate contact. Um, So I send her a text from Chicago. But then, but that was it. Didn't follow up. And, uh, but then she calls me the other day. um, And,. Uh, it was actually kind of an annoying conversation because she was in full manic pixie mode of like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to have this for a couple days and then when I get back, maybe we can talk or something, uh, you know, because like, you know, I like hanging out with you. Like, uh, <sighs> I mean, there's only so many times I can tell you that I forgive you or whatever. Like, we don't have to, like, go over the details every single time. I get that. But, like, that is just not the area of conversation I need to have. And no. But, like, it's perfect timing because I'm starting this you know, the rehearsal process for this play tonight. For the next two months, I'm busy. Like, I'm not starting any relationships. Yeah. I'm not getting in anything. That's, That's good. just not going to happen. So, I think what's going to happen is in this conversation I have with her, in this coffee we have, because she likes me, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like, yeah. Well, let's not. How about we not talk until my show opens? Because that's that's gonna be just about the sixty days you're talking about. There's, yeah. all, there's all kinds of wonderful logic to attach myself just to. Do
2: it, and then you'll just yeah. It's like magic. <sighs> you just feel better afterwards. <sighs> it's so. And, and I wouldn't. I mean,
1: why I mean, do I make such excuses? Why do I, why why do I have this proclivity to like play devil's advocate so completely? Because
2: she because she was your family. Right? But I don't like, make
1: excuses for my family. My family is a fucking <laughs> mess.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like you, she, she's this person that you like, sh- like she was part of you for so long, and then it's, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense, and it, it, it me, like we, we, we choose, like your your friend is right that it, it isn't about you, but I mean, we can't help but think like, oh, I did something. The, this. This person lying to me is because I I'm bad. I did something bad. It's it's awful. I went through a similar thing last year, or I just for for months. Like I have all these emails. I should I should read on. I'll should read i read one on in the intro, which is just me talking to myself, saying, like, look, like, let's try to figure this out logically. Like, he lied to you, but he but he loves you. I know he loves you. And, you know, when you have those, con- I don't know if you had this conversation with her where you say to somebody, but it's me. Did you ever do that? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, like, when you I mean, talking but to but her, it's, it's like... It's not
1: some other person. It's... Yeah.
2: Like, I, I know, like, when I... that like, But a little it's bit. me. Yeah. It's Why are you doing... It's me. Like, look, like, our thing. We have this thing. I've but had
1: it's... a retro version of that conversation where um, she... So, she started seeing this other guy who she's already broken up with, but still, uh, she continued this pattern... I've seen another guy within days of us breaking up. Yeah, which is exactly what happened when we started getting together because she just broke up with some guy ten days earlier or whatever. Does she have zero girlfriends? Uh, she has very few uh, carryover girlfriends from the past, but she has a lot of girlfriends here New who, are, girlfriends. who are kind of like partyish mm-hmm. party crowd girlfriends who are like really supporting in that party crowd kind of way. Yeah, but um, but I realize like oh wait she just did exactly what she's done to me to as she did to the last boyfriend and at the time I didn't object because I thought we were special yeah and we're yes, not yeah. i'm part of a pattern of destruction <laughs> oh that's great i mean i've since learned as i should have known from what she said about the text messages and the email that she got caught yes, with like yes, she yeah. has lied to or cheated on almost every boyfriend she's yeah, ever had and yeah. it is Horrible to discover that you fell in love with that yes, person yes. when it, it's possible that that love was never true in the first place, and was just—I was the most recent fly to fly past the plane as it yeah. closed its clutches on me. Yeah,
2: with well, a guy I was talking about, he was—he
1: told Fuck, me, "Why am I so stupid?"
2: <laughs> well, beca- you know, because because we think we're special, but yeah, with my with, and the, we're not, and we're not <laughs> America. <laughs> No,
1: so- this feels terrible. <laughs> Podcast with Aaron McGaffey.
2: Well, we we are special. You just have to find somebody else who's also special because there are people. Because you are doing a similar self hate thing with her, like with the manic pixie dream girl. Because you can, you know, in your bones, she's saying you don't want to do this. Like you're going to get hurt and. I think that's enticing. And
1: I, who full disclosure, am the son of a uh, alcoholic mother, alcoholic single mother. So like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on there. Sure. I then go like, no, 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 no. I do want to do this yes. because I can take care of you. Yes. Yeah, I can fix this. Yeah, but that Coldplay also I wrote
2: about it. But I feel <laughs> it. That also comes from insecurity. Like that's also mm. like it's a, it's a. I think also like when you when you hear when you're in an insecure place and you hear from a woman, I like you know I I cheated on my ex-boyfriends, I did all this shit. You're like, well, you know, I deserve this a
1: little bit. Like I
2: or not or you're like I can change
1: it. Uh, here's here's what I would say to that is like I think it's actually more a sense of like, oh, I know you've gone through some hard times and like you, it's been shitty before, but I trust you. To know that you have you have grown through that, as I dare say, it kind of sounds like you yourself are at, of like you you like like oh man, I pissed you stuff when you were twenty, but like that's long gone, and you are now yeah. in a much better place. Um, and it, it, I guess, I was sort of anticipating that she was at that better place, and she's not. She's not at right, all.
2: Right, but she but she was already acting like in the beginning that
1: she wasn't right. Well, she was putting out warning signs about the past, but it made me feel right, like okay. I mean, she had she also claimed that she'd been monogamous with her previous boyfriend, and I. Yeah, I, uh, I no longer think that's true. Right. But but I you know you can only take the information you're given at the time. Yeah. Anyway, so not talk to her. You think you think yeah, it can, yeah. you can't it
2: can't work out. You think don't talk oh, God. to uh, her. Don't okay. talk to her.
1: Uh,
2: you think I can get on Joe Rogan's podcast and talk to him about this because I
1: just want a different point of view.
2: <laughs> See what he thinks. I mean, fuck her and leave her. I don't know. I don't know what Joe wrote saying. Invite her over, and get in an isolation tank and fuck her, and then get high and leave her.
1: Never mind, Joe. Didn't need to get on the podcast. Got it from Aaron.
2: I mean, right now I'm in a relationship with somebody who has never cheated on anybody. And he's 40. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And, like, he, that that, I mean... I don't want to say to people, like, only look for people who have never cheated on anybody, but I think people really show their asses up top. Like you're saying, like, if they... If if you're ashamed of something, you present it like, look, like I made some mistakes and I never want to do that again and it really hurt me or like, oh, baby been bad, then yeah. stay away from that. And you can't
1: possibly blame me later because I'm telling you about it now. Yeah, yeah. What were you it's thinking like, dating me?
2: Romanticize it. Yeah. yeah. It's such bullshit. And it's so, like you were saying, like, no empathy. It's so selfish. Like, when she, I, I really no think. No
1: empathy. That's, that's a more recent no discovery, empathy. too, about it.
2: And this is this is such a bummer because I I don't I don't know Tatiana so I feel bad just like just saying <laughs> shitty things about her but I don't believe her when she says I like oh I'm sorry like I don't I don't believe her I don't I don't think I doubt she is I think she'll be if she's sorry about it it'll be a while from now like I I know that I've sent emails to these ex-boyfriends and been like I just have to tell you like I am so sorry that I treated you that way. Like my first boyfriend and like a boyfriend afterwards, like I, it breaks my heart. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I did that to you. And, but I couldn't have been sorry right afterwards when i said i'm sorry right Right. afterwards it was just me saying like please don't stop loving me because i need it Mm -hmm. which is what i suspect she is doing i don't think she's actually sorry because if she was she wouldn't be making eyes at another guy at a coffee shop and she wouldn't be saying to you like i just want to hang out she'd be realize how much you she hurt you that last
1: conversation was so dubious it was like uh, but like i was was caught off guard enough to be like okay well i'm glad you called and yeah call me when you're back from out of town and We'll see, but like, it was so no. weird. It was like, you can't, it's, it's, uh, what, what's she cared like about you the right way, she uh, would stay away from you. Trying to give like a historical, uh, analogy. Okay, if they hadn't both died. Abraham, buddy, Wilkes <laughs> Booth.
2: Hey
1: man! just <laughs> not want to say, I'm glad we talked. Yeah. We should hang, bro! <laughs> let's I'm go, let's so go sorry. watch the minstrels sorry. or something, <laughs> yeah. man! Come on, let's just forget about things for a while. <laughs> nah, it's the worst. It's no, the worst.
2: No. She's she knows that she's torturing you and she's getting some sort of weird power from that. And I hope I hope that she hears this. Because oh, my she, heart she well, doesn't
1: know that I mean, she, she's not even on Facebook.
2: Well, yeah. it's fine. But like I if she doesn't hear it, I hope that other people who are doing the same thing to other people hear this. And I was one of you. That would be better. No. Guys, I did it. I was one of those people and you can recover from it. But you got to like you got to own up to your shit and ugh, it's the worst. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much
1: for having me. This is by far the most fun I've ever had in a podcast. Thank you.
2: You were great. I I had so many other guests. This is the most fun I've had with you
1: on a podcast. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Dustin. And thanks, Tatiana. (laughs) For nothing!
2: That's it, you guys. Um, That was Brendan. He's wonderful. Check out his play in Los Angeles. Um, Look him up. Brendan Hunt, he's really, he's really funny. I think there's a really happy with that episode because I think we really talked about a a lot of real breakup issues. And if there are any fellow manic pixie dream girls slash recovering manic pixie dream girls, email me at thisfeelsterrible.com. We'll talk, we'll chat about it. And, uh, yeah, support, support Brendan, look him up on, on the Twitter. He's so funny. He's so, so, so funny. Um, yeah, that's it. And, uh, follow your bliss, everybody. Follow it. Follow it.
0: Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for Pro Business Hours, 6 to 7 a.m., Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sForPros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.